This year is brought to you by Eshel Publications. Eshel Publications is a non-profit organization dedicated to spreading the Torah, Shiurim, and Sefarim of Rabbi Aaron Lapiansky. For sponsorships or more information, visit eshelpublications.com. Okay, we're holding page 1134. Um, last time we saw Rabbi Avram in a Rambam. And the... Uh, we're page 1134. You can't, um, you, it says in the Pasuk, you shouldn't stray from the Torah um, and to go off uh, and do other things. Um, they should not change any of the mitzvahs of the Torah. And you should not exchange mitzvahs for all sorts of silly habits of minhagim. Certainly when they're holding on to something that wasn't at all done the so I think he's a little bit oblique about what he's <coughs> talking about, but he does seem to say, like, I believe he includes superstitions and silly stuff. In other words, things that are not, it's like the people who dwell on doing all sorts of things, which basically, some are superstitious, some are from Avodah Zara. Um, it's, it's because people tend to have a need for, quote-unquote, supernatural activities. So they load themselves up with all sorts of narishkeiten, which are not in any sense add anything to Torah. They replace Torah mitzvahs. And that is a form of bazaar. So basically what he's saying is any type of straying from the mitzvah activity is really given, and there's kind of, you know, it, it branches off and all sorts of other stuff, is what the Pasuk is talking about. Um, and then he says as far that the Tochachas are divided between those that are um, in Bayez Sheni in the beginning of it and to those that are at the end of Bayez Sheni. He says, That's um, the first half of Bayez Sheni with the Yuvanim and the Yachas. And then the second half is Rome, which ends with, uh, you know, be, being totally exiled. Um, then he says, He started with Tochachos. When instead of keeping Torah and Mitzvahs, they started doing all sorts of other things. And they um, and, and Torah became a back burner. And then he says, um, we'll skip down a bit. Um, they, you know, they stopped doing mitzvahs and so on. The um, the last line he says is Ube'ela his He says if Bayesheni was charev because of these things, and it's not rebuilt, it's because it still is current amongst us. <clears throat> I want to add some point about this. Um, yes, it's current amongst us and so on, but 
it, one doesn't need to say that it's as bad today as it was then. Um, let's give an example. Imagine somebody is fired for drinking on the job. So obviously, the level of drinking required not to hire somebody is, is less than to fire somebody. So let's say um, I have to hire somebody, and then they tell me this person, you know, occasion takes a little too much, so you just don't hire him. If somebody's working for you, and now somebody comes along and he says drinking, he takes extra time, so okay. But you, you, it, it's, the logic is that to, to take action, to take a course of action requires a lot more than not to take a course of action. So it doesn't mean necessarily that our level of avarice are as bad as what's described in Hormai Shemi. This, this doesn't imply that. It does imply so. So let's say we fired somebody for like, like for being, like you know, you, know you, you walk into his office and you find him sprawled out. So let's say you know a year later he checks back and he asks, "Can I get my job back?" And he says, "Stop drinking." And the person says, "Well, you won't find me sprawled out on the floor anymore. We'll, we'll tell him it's not enough. You've got to be totally sober." So to rebuild the bias means that we have to completely rid ourselves of sinaschin and all the other things that shmitas and so on. So, so it, it does imply that we have the same problem. It does not imply that we have the same issue. Okay, the next one is a very different subject. It's mm-hmm. a Rambam, mm-hmm. and, and the Pasuk says, mm-hmm. So this Pasuk can have many meanings. It says, all of these Tehachas come because you didn't worship HaKadosh Baruch Hu b'simcha uftuvleivav, with simcha and tuvleivav, merov kol, when you had everything. So, you could learn the pasuk as meaning, you, because you didn't worship Hakadosh Baruch Hu when, you, when the circumstances were so positive, you had it all and things were fantastic and so on and so forth. Why didn't you worship Hashem at that time? That's why you're getting it. It's one thing when a person has a lot of pressures, a lot of tzaras, a lot of this and that. He doesn't not doesn't do exactly what he's supposed to do. It's excusable. When everything is really working very well, it's not excusable. Fine. The Rambam learns it a little bit differently. Has, the Rambam learns it. That you didn't worship Hakadosh Baruch Hu with simcha, so the Rambam says, "Hasimcha sheyismach adam ba'asias hamitzvus uba'avas akel shesivu behen." The simcha that a person needs to be happy with doing a mitzvah, and avas and the avakadosh Baruch Hu who was mitzavi to do it, avodah gedolahi. It's a very very important avodah. Uvechalamonei atzam simcha zu roi leparmenu. And anyone who abstains, refrains from simcha, deserves to be punished. So let, let's talk about this a little bit because this is is obviously very important. Even this is you know you can't be you can't get a bigger litvak than the Rambam, <laughs> and the Rambam says the simcha and the mitzvah. Um, the, what is the meaning of simcha? We talk about this when we talk about the kuzari. Um, the, the let's let's take an example. Um, e- every one of us does things that we don't want to do because you have to. You, 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 sometimes it's when you're young; it's because your parents told you and gave you no choice. Sometimes it's because institutions. Sometimes because of life. If I want to build up a business, I have to do X, Y, and Z. I don't like doing X, Y, Z, but I like the business, and that's what I do. So, if I could to make a sweeping statement about what, what engenders simcha and what simcha is, simcha is an expression 
of whether this activity is me and what I want versus what I have to do because of something else. So mitzvahs are not supposed to be just because I have to do them. It's um, it's something which I need. Yes, the Torah told me I have to do it, but I need to fulfill a mitzvah appropriately. I need to appreciate what a mitzvah is, or else I'm not fulfilling a mitzvah appropriately. That's by definition almost. So if a person does a mitzvah and he says, you know, God's all-powerful, and he's given me really no choice because he's got a whole slew of punishments and a whole slew of rewards, and that's that, and that's what i got to do, then I haven't connected with it. And I'm missing the, the core of the mitzvah, the core of the mitzvah is to connect with it. It's two things. First of all, to connect with the activity itself is important. The simcha is something which is, um, it means that, that, that I connect to the mitzvah, and mitzvahs are important ruchnistic activities, one. Two, um, it, it, let's give an example. Imagine I don't particularly care to go to, I don't know, a concert. But if somebody I love wants to go to a concert, then going there is a very, very pleasurable activity because I'm going with the person I love, and, and it's an expression of I'm making the other person happy, and I'm with him. That should make me very happy. Um, and therefore, I, I mean, first and foremost, it's it's the thing a Baruch Hu loves, so to speak, and I'm joined to Akash Baruch Hu with it. So where's the simcha for that? If I really claim to want Kirvas Alekim Lee Toiv, then where's the simcha here? Why why am I happy just to be with Akash Baruch Hu, even if I don't relate to the mitzvah itself yet? So Ramam says, Vasias <coughs> Hamitzvah those are the two elements of simcha that a person should have. Um, I once heard there was there was Yidner Shlaim of Chaim Brim, who I think it's told the story before, who who was who was a Siatna Chassid, he was a Biana Chassid, Siatna Chassid, Vishnu Chassid, and um, was very close to Chassidish, a very interesting combination of uh, of uh, input. And he told over my son, he got bar mitzvah, that he once heard from a Volba that a mitzvah, if you do a mitzvah properly, the mitzvah, the mitzvah become one through the mitzvah. And he himself said he saw twice in his life, he saw when the siyatna did a mishainis, he saw something like that, and when the chaznish davened the regular mincha, he saw something like that. That was the way he described it. But the, 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 the sense of kirvet kashbrach should be molded at simcha. And, and therefore, if anyone doesn't have that simcha, is it you know it doesn't allow for that simcha? He is deserving to being punished because, in a certain sense, he's rebelling against the core of what mitzvahs are. It's like imagine somebody tells his parents, you know, I'm I'm being mechabed you because the Torah says I have to. It's not not a very very good relation with his parents. Now the Rambam adds another possible motive for not acting the simcha. A person who becomes, um, who's too haughty and full of himself, and he cares about his covet in a place that's the, in, 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 in an area like this, he's both a sinner and a shaita. 
let's describe what he, what he um, is talking about. When a person dances in front of somebody, so the act of dancing in front of somebody is similar to, um, I, I guess, a court jester. It's ke'ilu, you are making yourself light in front of the other person. Uh, a kid jumps all over the place and dances all over the place. A person who is not a chubrika person is very light. He's a lightweight. He's all over the place and so on and so forth. Person's mechubedik is heavy. The word kavod, the word comes kavod, kavod. It's like you know, I don't easily jump. I don't you know, and it is it, it is appropriate that a person who's mechubedik should act mechubedik. But let's say the person in in stands in front of Akarish Baruch Hu, and he says, "Spasnished, I'm too mechubedik to dance in front of you. I can't let myself loose because I'm I'm chashev." So that is a type of attitude that's wrong, wrong because it, it, it's wrong for many counts. And Rama says he's a chote and a shaita because I am a mechubedika person when it comes to other people. Who am I in front of Akash Baruch And he brings a famous story with David Melech. It's Shlomo said, don't strut in front of a king. Don't hold yourself chashev in front of a king. And a person who makes light of himself and and cares not about his covered when it's in front of a Baruch Hu, that's the greatest covered and that's Avadim Ahava. This is a famous story where David, um, they brought back the Aaron that was captured at Plishtim, and when it came back, they made like Chmasek Torah, and it says David, David Amelach danced very, very, you know, he agitated, he was like, he was all animated, he was all over the place. His wife, who was a princess, she was Bas Shol, uh, she was a Jewish princess, not American, but let's say, I guess, Jewish-Israeli princess, a Jip, was very annoyed that her husband, Melch Yisrael, is dancing around like the court jester, and she said very kind of cynically, it must be a very important day, Melch Yisrael, that um, you're dancing about like one of the shifchas, one of the, one of the, the abadim, one of the, and you're, you're, like you make a fool of yourself. And David Melch answered, and he said, the God who brought me from the shepherd's shack to become Melch Yisrael even if I were to make lighter of myself, I couldn't do better than that. Even if I were to be, to act even more silly than this, I would still, it still wouldn't be humble enough. And as the greatest duel and covet is, is to be said Hashem. Melech David was dancing and jumping so the, the type of uh, activity of uh, you know that demands certain lightness. Now you can also you can translate this to other areas as well. So for us today, dancing is not you know it's not that activity that we play our covered cards. But there are other things where a person has to do things, and um, you know Reb Moshe Feinstein was an extraordinary enough. Uh, you know, Rabbi Shmuel Ishmael Shanov, 
it was Zohar to, to see him and so on. And there are countless stories, you know, like he needed his son to do something, his son said he doesn't know if he can go because he has to tutor the kid. So Moshe said, I'll tutor the kid. Um, Moshe changed the light bulb, needed changing. It, 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 so part of it had a personal number, but part of it was also, so what is Hashem? So, so what's, the, what's, the, what's the difference? I, I need to do something. Um, it needs to be done. Where at all is my covered uh, a factor in it? It's, you know, you probably covered to the person who, um, you know, I, I, I once, whatever, my, one of my brothers had a story where he, somebody needed desperate business, whatever it was, and my brother went out on a limb to give him the business, and this person, and then he needed to see him, some this person got very annoyed and said, you, did, you don't have an appointment. It's like, I invested you, I invested the million dollars in your firm and bought you the desk and the table and, and everything and got you started. And now when I happen to walk in, you know, you sit behind the desk and say, sir, where's your appointment? Um, you know, Akadosh Baruch gave us what we are, what we have. And <clears throat> Okay, let's take a look. Next, we're going to the same topic. A person is chayiv on simcha when he's also mitzvahs. And that's why you get punished because you're lacking, you're not being a kind of very important mitzvah. That's a person who needs to do mitzvahs simcha so he brings here a bunch of Chazal bring a bunch of places where had the person known then they would have done this and that. The 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 wrong shaft in this medrash is that it was a publicity thing. In other words, Afruvu no Kashbaku wrote, wow, you know. He would do it so that they would have a bigger write-up in the paper and so on. This, the, 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 the pshat is, had he understood what it meant? In other words, had he understood that Kashbaruch was describing this as such an incredible maisa, he would have done it differently. So it has a lot more to do with, um, you know, understanding the impact of maisa. And, and I think that's what Rebbe Machai is trying to tell too, that um, if we would understand what our maisa are, we would do it in a very different way. We would do it with simcha. Okay, there was another Rambam that tells us what simcha is and what it's not. First, eating, drinking, and besimcha in a regal. He shouldn't drink and become empty and light. That the more you make merry, the more you, you, you have a miser simcha. Drinking and silliness is not simcha. 
So just like a person imagined that had a very serious disease and was cured, you make a simcha. You're very happy, but it has depth to it. It's not silly. It's not stupidity. We were not commanded to um, to in, to engage in silliness, lightness. A simcha that has a Hashem in it. The, the Pasik is calling it an adjunct to Avodah Hashem. You can't have a Vodas Hashem that comes together with lightheadedness. It has to be something in the in the in the um, in that simcha that complements a Vodas Hashem. That a person, you know, is, 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 has strong religious feelings rather than a, than a casting off religious feelings. They used to say when I was young, um, like some people say that. Uh, you know, a Mus- you have a Musa Seder. Mo- movies are also Musa Seder. Why aren't movies a Musa Seder? Most movies end up with the bad guy losing and the good guy winning. That, the old time movies, I'm not sure about today's movies, but in those days, the movies, the bad guy lost at the end and the good guy won. So why isn't that, you know, why doesn't that count as a Musa Seder? That was like the question. The answer was, well, let's see what kind of Maya of Yudavim after Musa Seder and what kind of Maya of Yudavim after movie, if Yudavim at all. So, now, but here also, if, if, if it's a type of simcha shal mitzvah, the simcha and the mitzvah mutually reinforce each other. The mitzvah becomes simcha, simcha becomes mitzvah, and it becomes together. It, not like that in, in when it's hoilus. Then he says, and this is something, I guess, a Rambam that people don't uh, 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 bat around to too much. Chayavim bezen lamit Bezen has to place people during the regalim um, uh, guards, so to speak, they should look in public areas, in parks, in rivers. There shouldn't be men and women coming together and uh, they will end up doing averis. Um, they should warn people, they shouldn't have mixed events. <coughs> and they shouldn't drink together. So, everything, every every silver has a cloud lining, and when you make simchas, you can end up having it become <coughs> the yitzvah. But the yitzvah is never, never sleeping. He's twenty four seven, and events and and merry events and other events can become, um, you know, has a shalom. So, so he says you have to a chiyuv on the person to appoint people to to watch and to make sure that that the the behavior is is proper. Okay, we'll hold it here. <coughs>